Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. afternoon or good mid-morning, I should say. I am delighted to be with you this morning on the Middays program. Now, I am not Gerard. I am filling in. My name is Mandy Gunasegara. I'm in the studio here joined with Will East. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? So Gerard uh, is off today and we looked for a host and we thought, what about Mandy Gunasegara? Who and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. People ask me, "How do you pronounce your last name?" And I say, "Mandy Gunasekera." Just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, that's so. There you go. There you go. So uh, we're excited to have you here with us. Your guest hosting today, Gerard, will be back tomorrow with me. Uh, And I was kind of hoping that you would tell us number one a little bit about yourself, and number two, this awesome guest list that you put together. (laughs) I got it last night. And people were like, oh, good grief, I can't believe these people are on. And so please tell us who you have on, and then tell us a little bit about yourself, Mandy. Yeah, well, um, I'll, I'll start with myself. I guess that's that's easier uh, yeah. to, talk, to talk about. So I am from Decatur, Mississippi. I'm a Mississippi girl and went to school in Newton County, then went to Mississippi College, ended up at Ole Miss Law School. And then from there, spent about 10 years in Washington, D.C., doing a range of work and Capitol Hill, U.S. House of Representatives, the U.S. Senate. I worked in personal offices, means directly for senators and members of Congress, and then also on committees, and ultimately ended up working for President Trump at the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Went in early on and really helped lay the groundwork for a lot of the environment and climate-related work that we did. I'll look forward to getting into some of that later today. And then left for a short stint, started a nonprofit in Jackson called Energy for. And that's really where I think my relationship with Supertalk uh, started. I got to know Paul. He brought me on the show and uh, really enjoyed it and wanted to try to find a way to be a part of this organization and a part of really important news media that can provide facts, it can provide fun, but it gives an honest take on issues that I find personally important and I think are very important for the state. So all that being said, it is an honor to be here. I'm excited to be with you, Will, here in the studio and then with the the listeners on the program. Now, talking and speaking of the program, I've got a really great show lined yeah. up. Um, this, you know, I, this has to do with the, the fact when you when you spend 10 years in a place, you get to know a lot of different folks and um, been exposed to a lot of very interesting people who have achieved a lot. 
I'm really looking forward to our first guest will be former Texas Governor Rick Perry. Um, he served as Secretary of Energy under President Trump. Um, he is also, uh, he, he, he went to Texas A&M, so we may have to give him a little bit of a hard time <laughs> about that. But he's going to come on and talk about gas prices, something that's at the top of everyone's mind, and the work that he's doing at the America First Policy Institute. This is a, a, a nonprofit working to continue the America First policy initiatives a lot that were worked on during the administration. So we'll hear from him on that. Um, after him, we've got a woman named Liz Harrington. She's held a lot of key communications posts, really important communication posts over the last few years. Uh, she worked at the Free Beacon. It's a, it's a paper based in D.C., but conservative media there, and they do a lot of really good investigatory work. And I got to know her listening to a podcast she used to be a part of, and then she went on to be the spokeswoman for the Republican National Committee, and now she is the official spokesperson of President Donald J. Trump. And so we'll get oh, insight from her how about, about that? what's going on. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Seems, so uh-huh. so here's what I'm hearing, Mandy. Uh-huh. From Decatur, Mississippi to D.C., and you're bringing all these D.C. people back to Mississippi. That's fun. That's right. You know, and uh, I'm, I'm bringing them back for the show just so everyone knows. I'm trying to recruit as many people uh, down south as well. I keep telling them it is a better way of life for yourself yeah. and for your family. Um, and we've got a lot of good things going on through the state, whether it's up in north Mississippi, uh, central Mississippi, or, or down on the coast. Uh, folks folks need to be exposed to the state. But I also want the, the, the people of Mississippi to have some insight into what's going on. And I think the best way to do that, what's going on in Washington, D.C., that is, um, the best way to do that is talk to the folks who are directly involved um, one way or the other. So um, we've got Liz. Then after Liz, uh, we'll shift focus a little bit to some of the more Mississippi-specific issues. Um, this one issue that is near and dear to my heart, it is the pumps project in Yazoo, uh, or the Yazoo backwater pumps. We will hear from a local farmer, Clay Adcock, who has been living the consequences, really, of EPA and the Army Corps not following through on getting a project done that is called caused serious flooding, and we'll hear from him um, and what's going on in the South Delta and hopefully get this project over the finish line. And then our last guest, uh, last but certainly certainly not least, is a gentleman named Mike Hainsey. He is the executive director of the Golden Triangle Airport. Um, he will talk about how Mississippians should prepare for Thanksgiving holiday travel um, and what has been going on with our regional airports throughout the state, which are essentially the lifeblood of the local economy. And he can talk to us a little bit about that. Good. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty low for two hours, because, of course, at, at noon on Mondays, we do uh, Super Talk Outdoors with uh, Ricky Matthews. So for two hours, uh, you have stacked the deck. I will say that. Yeah. Well, you know, for for my first program, uh, I'm I am all of uh, calling in, calling on friends to to help <laughs> me get through this, help me get through this for sure. And uh, I'm thankful folks have the time and the willingness to come on and share their thoughts and their expertise with uh, myself and the, the listeners today here on the program. Um, I do want to focus on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Now, please don't 
don't text and drive, but um, I would love to hear from y'all what what you're thinking about and what you think about the things we are touching on during the show. Now, Will, before catching up on some of the news of the weekend, I really want to talk about football. All right. Um, were you at the game this weekend? I was at the Ole Miss game, so I don't go to many football games uh, because I do a lot of high school sports. Uh, I host the scoreboard show, the high school Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. So high school football is usually my focus. But I did go to the Ole Miss game because of game day. Um, I was just I wanted to be a part of the spectacle, so we went to the game. Uh, we didn't stay for the entire game. We left at halftime. But, wow, it was an incredible atmosphere. You combine that with the way that Mississippi State won uh, against Auburn earlier in the day, and what an incredible day for Mississippi High School, I mean, for, for college football here in the state of Mississippi. Wow. I, You know, looking back two years ago, who would have thought that, with the way that Mississippi college football was going, I mean, you had Ole Miss down in the dumps. You had Mississippi State doing a lot better, but still not where they are right now, just beating top 25 teams left and right. We had Brian Haydad on the Gallo show uh, earlier today, and he was talking about just how an amazing turnaround this has been for Mississippi State, but also for Ole Miss. It's just it's it, it's been incredible. I never would have thought that Texas A&M would come to, um, to Ole Miss and – Ole Miss would lead throughout the entire game from beginning to end, and I never thought that Mississippi State would go on the road, get down by, what, 28-3, to and then come back and win the game. I never thought that would be possible. Yeah, it was very exciting, and I I think that's a school record. I was hearing this morning yes. that, that that is a school record for Mississippi State in terms of coming back to win the game. It's the most points that they've actually come back uh, to win a game in the history of the school. So congrats to the Bulldogs. Congrats to Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. I was there as well. It was absolutely electric. Um, we also had the college game day program in the yeah. Grove. And so that that made it especially great. Um, there were some really great signs out in the Grove. Um, you know, I love people's creativity when when they're talking about college football. Uh, and uh, I, I would I would highlight a few that I really liked. Um, there was a sign with with the lane train said things that can't stop the lane train: yellow mustard, uh, yellow orange golf balls, and Texas A and M. So uh, we're we're doing things right in Oxford. Um, we've we've got a lot going really well for that program, and it was an exciting time to be there. It was a good day for Mississippi. Yeah. I would say that. A yeah. great day for Mississippi. Certainly. All right. Well, let's let's move on to a few things that happened this weekend. Um want to do an update on the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Now, folks who've been following this, this was the teen charged with fatally shooting two people during the riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin uh, last summer. Now, the defense is making a very strong case for self-defense. Um, do we have time for that clip? Are we going uh, to touch we're, this? We're about we to, to okay. go to a commercial break. We'll All be right. back in just a second here and and uh, we'll, we'll pick up where we left off. We're actually going to shift to Governor Perry, our first guest. We're going to talk about gas prices and what you need to know about this administration's uh, energy policy.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny condition, high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 53. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 76. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 78. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Make it a November to remember with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Come in during the Season of Inspiration sales event and get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all remaining 2021 Mazdas in stock. That's right, 0.9% financing. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We're also giving you an additional $750 in customer cash on new Mazda CX-9s and get your first year's maintenance on us. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team works hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next vehicle. Get to Mazda of Jackson today during the season of inspiration sales events going on now at Mazda of Jackson where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with proof credit on select models. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Hey, everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, welcome back. You are listening to Middays on Mississippi Super Talk. I am Mandy Gunasegara filling in for Gerard Gibbert. Very happy to have you. Um, I'm very excited about this interview. Uh, this, our first guest for today's program is someone many of you know, um, have certainly seen his, he is the former governor of Texas, uh, served as the secretary of energy under President Trump. 
um, has many other achievements and is now running the Center, Center for Energy Independence at the America First Policy Institute. Secretary Perry, welcome to the show. Mandy, thank you. It's an honor to be on there. I was just telling the young man I visited with that we're just still licking our wounds after the uh, Ole Miss Rebels took it to my Aggies this last weekend. So, uh, well, they, uh, potty toddy, as they would say. That's right. That's right. You you, you say it well. Look, I, I have to say I'm sorry for your loss, but uh, it, it was quite a joyful experience on our end. Um, and what yeah, a game. Well, what a game. It is it's quite a place. I came over to uh, Oxford back while I was governor and then actually afterwards once uh, to the Grove. One of the extraordinary experiences in college football, i got to think, is, is being in the Grove before an Ole Miss game. And just for the record, my uh, father-in-law was a 1942 Ole Miss grad, so uh, I, I learned hotty toddy good God Almighty at a pretty early age, and uh, they were from Bay Spring up north of Laurel and Hattiesburg, and we would go over. I love Mississippi. It's a great state full of uh, extraordinary people. So uh, congrats to the Rebels and, and uh, whale next year. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. And, and we look forward to that and uh, excited to find out you have a Mississippi connection. Um, as, as my husband likes to say, it's not a state, it's a club, and you are a part of that. So it is, uh, it's, it's good to know. Well, well, Amen. look, sir, thank you for coming on today. Um, energy costs, I know this is something you've been making the rounds on some of the new shows. This is at the top of a lot of Americans' minds. Gas prices in particular have gone up compared to last year. Year, they're up about 50%. There are places in California where folks are paying over $5 a gallon. Um, now, this administration, the Biden administration, says their policies are not to blame. Um, but I was with you when we were experiencing energy independence. And it seems like in a matter of months, we have gone from being in that position of energy independence to now one of energy dependence. And to add insult to injury, President Biden has been begging OPEC um, to produce more oil to help alleviate costs here in the U.S. How did this happen and in such a short time? Mandy, it is pretty uh, unfortunate uh, for the American consumer uh, but it's also unfortunate for the world because world energy prices are going up now. As you'll recall, uh, under President Trump's administration, we were a net energy exporter. We were sending our liquefied natural gas to Europe. Uh, it was putting a lot of Americans to work. A lot of great jobs were being created across the uh, uh, the U.S. in the energy sector. Uh, and in a short period of time, this administration shut down the XL pipeline, that, that pipeline from Canada uh, down to the Texas Gulf Coast. That is the type of um, crude that is refined uh, in our refineries. It's the heavy uh, sour crude that our refineries would use. So uh, not only did it kill a lot of really good jobs along that pipeline, it also uh, put a restriction on the crude that was coming to these refineries. So you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand this. Uh, I mean, even even the Biden administration, uh, if they cared about the American people, understand when you cut the supply going into the refineries, uh, you're going to see a uh, uh, increase 
in cost, and that's exactly what we're seeing. I happen to have been in San Diego uh, on Veterans Day doing an event out there, took a picture of a gas station uh, that was five bucks uh, and above for diesel uh, and for uh, mid-grade gasoline. So, Goodness. you know, the, the Californians are, are they're getting what they ask for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they want to see everything run off renewables. Uh, and what they're going to see is not only uh, e- extraordinarily high energy cost, but they're also going to see brownouts and even blackouts. And, I mean, this is just going to get worse. Uh Yesterday, I think the Biden administration, or I read about it this morning, uh, they are going to prohibit the exploration of oil and gas in an area of New Mexico around uh, a, uh, uh, a piece of, of land out there. I think it belongs to uh, Native Americans. And the, the point here is they're shutting down uh, exploration uh, on federal lands. They're shutting down exploration uh, on the Gulf of Mexico, making it very difficult uh, to get those permits. They were talking about closing another pipeline uh, coming out of Canada going across Michigan. I think it's the, the Segment 7 pipeline. It's an M-Bridge is the company that was, that was building and operating it. I mean, it's just Message after message to the oil and gas industry is, we hate you. We're going to do everything we can to kill you. The result of that is not that the climate's going to get any better, and that's what they're basically using as their premise, but because the United States led all nations in the reduction of emissions while President Trump was there because of our transition uh, into liquefied natural gas, et cetera, as a source of our power. Uh, I mean, it, it is. This is the Keystone Cops. I, the, L, the, the XL pipeline is also called the Keystone Pipeline, mm-hmm. and I'm reminded of the old. You're not old enough to remember a, a silent movie group called the Keystone Cops. They could do nothing wrong. They were a comedic team uh, who dressed up as cops, and they they fouled up everything they touched. Well. The Biden administration is the new Keystone cops. Uh, They are hurting Americans. The cost of inflation is going up uh, to potentially record levels, certainly in modern history, because of their energy policies, which in turn affect everything, whether it's the cost of the the diesel going in the truck that's hauling the produce, whether it's uh, uh, the cost of uh, transporting practically Everything that you consume gets transported in some way. All of those costs are going up. I will suggest this is the real Achilles heel uh, of this administration uh, on energy uh, policy that is absolutely disastrous. It's disastrous to the average American. I'm sure a lot of people who didn't like Donald Trump's mean tweets wish they had their vote back today when they go spend a hundred bucks to fill up their pickup truck. Well, I think you're absolutely right there. And I, going into the winter, it's it's only going to get worse. It's not just gas prices where you're looking at going up significantly um, for folks who heat their home um, using using pro t- propane and natural gas and electricity. I mean, it's going up across the board. But it, it's so it's so confusing from them because it seems like they understand there is a supply side issue. Um, 
um, just a few days ago, they were referencing um, tapping into the strategic petroleum reserve. So they're willing to potentially, uh, you know, tap into the strategic petroleum reserve, but at the same time, they are shutting down exploration in areas where they just turned on the domestic energy system. Um, we could we could mostly solve this issue for ourselves. Well, using the strategic petroleum reserve to drive down pricing is a fool's errand. Uh, it was set up for uh, big events, natural disaster, national uh, uh, disaster. Uh, that's what it's there for. It's a strategic petroleum reserve. It's not some uh, economic tool that you can kind of stick in and take away. Because the fact is they're reducing the amount of product that's going on the market. This is just plain old economics 101. When you cut back on the supply, uh, the demand stays the same, uh, or goes up, your price is going to go up. That's that's what's happening. This administration hates the oil and gas industry. No, you're uh, right. And, and on the one hand, they shut down the, the XL pipeline, but... On the other, they allow for Russia to finish a pipeline that's going into Europe. Uh, I mean, the hypocrisy here is pretty stunning. Uh, then you have the Secretary of Energy, uh, Mrs. Granholm, standing up, literally begging OPEC to send more crude to the market to drive down uh, the cost. It, 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 oh, plus, and then you got John Kerry, uh, the, the the hypocrite, hypocrite, if you will. That's right. Jetting all around the world, <laughs> lecturing people about the uh, evils of fossil fuel, while it, it, the president. It, it, and the Secretary of Energy are asking OPEC for more supplies. It's it crazy. It is they, I would say they certainly have their priorities out of whack. Sir, thank you so much for coming on today. I could talk to you about this all day. And, uh, God bless again, you. Take care of yourself. You and look forward to getting over Mississippi in the not-too-distant future. All right. That was Governor Rick Perry. Don't go away. We'll be back with more here on Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasekera. national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts. 
If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Buying for a business? Let Batteries Plus be your partner. Whether you have one location or many, you'll find solutions for all of your battery, lighting, phone, and tablet repair needs, plus volume discounts and more. Sign up for a free business account at batteriesplus.com slash business. Batteries Plus. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippi. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. EPA Administrator Michael Regan is in the capital city today to begin a week-long journey to justice. He'll be spotlighting what's called long-standing environmental justice concerns in Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. Today, he's joined by Congressman Benny Thompson in Jackson to highlight the city's long-standing water infrastructure problems. And America's largest biorefinery will break ground in Natchez in 2023. Mayor Dan Gibson shared with Gerard Gibbard on Supertalk Mississippi that Velocis has locked in a few major deals recently. They just secured financing this week because they have a fantastic client lined up for the next decade, Southwest Airlines, in addition to a memorandum of understanding with British Airways. The biorefinery will specialize in the production of environmentally friendly fuel, especially jet fuel made from woody biomass. I'm Andy Davis. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV. MTV programming, along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, welcome back to Middays. I am Mandy Gunasekara filling in for Gerard today here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, I'm going to move on to our next guest, uh, Liz Harrington. Um, I first came across Liz when she worked at the Free Vegan, and then she went on to be the spokesperson at the Republican National Committee and is now the spokeswoman for President Donald J. Trump, someone who is well-revered throughout Mississippi. Liz, we are so happy to have you here with us today, and thank you for coming on the show. Hey, Mandy, good to see you. Thanks for having me. Good to see you as well. Okay, well, let's jump right in. Um, let's talk a little bit about the election integrity efforts. So, you know, what we know now that we didn't in, in 2020 uh, is a, a scheme that has received a lot of attention from Molly Hemingway. There's a new book out called Rigged where she essentially goes in and talks about uh, Zuckerbucks. Um, this is a $419.5 million endeavor where there were two nonprofits of money from Mark Zuckerberg, hence the name Zuckerberg, Zuckerbucks, um, that was spent planting left-wing operatives in key states to take control of everything from voter registration to mail-in balloting process and to ballot design. Um, now, Liz, I was in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania during the election in 2020. I remember being there and thinking, there's something going on here, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, and, and now we know. Um, in that area alone, there were about $10 million of these Zuckerbucks that were spent um, to to load the dice against President Trump and the Republican Party. Um, now, look, I haven't even gotten into some of the audits, a lot of the work that I know you and President Trump have been on the front lines of, but if you could read us into some of what you have seen and and why it is important that we continue to to talk about this and to figure it out as we go into the next election season. Well, it's amazing, Mandy. Uh, you just that story you just mentioned. Remember, for four years we heard about election interference and Russian bots, fake news on Facebook. Here, you literally had Facebook taking over the uh, a private company taking over the public office in all of these swing states running the elections. And that's just one aspect of the meddling that went on in 2020 that all of a sudden you're not allowed to talk about. You get canceled. You get silenced. You get smeared. All of these things, all of these tactics are designed to cover up what happened on November 3rd. And so the Mark Zuckerberg money is one part of it. The law breaking is another, I and mean, we saw the clear cut violations of the Constitution in states like Pennsylvania, where the Democrat secretaries of the states just rewrote the rules, Michigan as well. All these states, they 
made it up as they went along and we had no rule of law. And the amazing thing is we're a year out and we're still finding out more damning information every day. Wisconsin, you just had a legislative auto audit bureau report that came out that they frankly weren't even looking for fraud. They found hundreds of thousands of ballots that could be in question now because their sample of mail-in ballots found 7% did not include uh, the information that they needed to by law. So those should have never been counted. That puts 134,000 mail-in ballots in question. These are the kinds of things that you have to ask yourself. If we don't have the rule of law, we have no country. We see that on the border. We see that clearly in our elections. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. We, we have them stuffing the ballot box on camera. They didn't do anything about it in Georgia. The Arizona audit results were absolutely damning, contrary to what the lies of the mainstream media and what they put out and trying to smear that whole process. This was a fraud. These states should have never been certified. And we have to keep fighting this because next time we won't have any confidence in our election outcomes either when you know people break the law and they get away with it. There's no accountability. They'll do it again. This is why President Trump is so clear when he says we have to fix 2020 first. Yeah, and it's the more we learn, the more upsetting it is. And what I don't understand is why is the mainstream media, you talked about that they will cancel you if you mention this issue. This goes to the core of uh, of this country, of me as an individual citizen, ability to have a direct say in the people who are leaving this country and making decisions that impact my life, the lives of my neighbors, the lives of my, my community and state and on and on. Why is it that the mainstream media is so resistant um, to to covering this issue? They don't believe in our system as founded anymore. They are just on the same side as the radical Democrat Party that have gone full force into Marxism. That's what's happening in our country. They are all on the same team. And it's sad because... You know, we, again, we had four years of spreading Hillary Clinton's paid-for lies. And all of that has come out now with the dossier. It was complete garbage. They used that to spy on, the, on President Trump's campaign. This is third-world stuff. And now, when you have real evidence, you have the truth on your side, you're not allowed to mention it. You get banned off Twitter as President Trump is now suing big tech because of the censorship and the deplatforming. He's going to start his own platform called Truth Social to combat that. But our constitutional republic, if you don't have free and fair elections, that we have nothing. We don't have consent of the governed. And you're seeing the horrific consequences of that every single day. Look at the border. Look at Afghanistan. Look at inflation. You just talked with Rick Perry about the energy prices. These are systematically taking these policies by design and systematically changing our country away from the constitutional republic. Why is the media, you know, going in on this? Because they benefit from it. They get uh, a lot of uh, deals and money from China. A lot of these big corporations are the same. They all really are in lockstep when it comes to this global, um, you know, one world, you know, global system. That's what they want. They don't want sovereignty. If they did, they would be covering what's happening on our border. They'd be covering what's happening 
to our energy independence and all of these different things. They, they are right on lockstep with all that is going on in the establishment. And it's really sad to see. And we're going to lose our country if we don't fix uh, our elections and get to the bottom of it. I totally agree. And it's there's so many instances where, um, you know, we, we handle we handed the Biden administration stable situations. They came in with just uh, a lens of anything that was put in place by President Trump and by his Senate confirmed appointees. Um, they were going to do away with uh, whether it was good or bad. And the result, as you have rightfully pointed out, is crisis after crisis, whether you're talking about the border, um, the situation in Afghanistan and Inflation, gas prices. Unfortunately, we could go on and on, but let's let's talk about a little bit of good news. Um, I'm really interested in in your take and conversations with President Trump about the future of the Republican Party coming off of these wins in Virginia and Ohio and the the races in New Jersey. Um, in my opinion, it shows the American people are paying attention and and they are looking for people like President Trump and for the Republicans to get back in the game and fight for them. Um, what are you seeing from your perspective. Yeah, it's really amazing. The power of the Trump endorsement, the power of President Trump's MAGA base, the MAGA movement, it's not getting smaller, it's growing. And they turned out in Virginia, that was a direct result. Glenn Youngkin, their targeted voters at the last uh, home stretch of that election, 97% of those were Trump supporters. And they turned out to give him that victory there. And it's really amazing to see uh, Patriots just coming out, not being discouraged, because obviously we've all been discouraged after what happened, but not giving up on their country and trying to elect good candidates. And you saw that in New Jersey. It, again, you didn't have election integrity there, though, as well. And you need to have eyes on the ground. And Virginia, a lesson that they actually learned from 2020 was getting more people involved at the polling places. It's a lot harder as well when you have all eyes on basically one or two, a handful of states rather than the entire country. So there's more scrutiny. We saw some stuff going on in Fairfax at the last minute, uh, but they couldn't do enough to overcome the MAGA base. But it really shows that Americans, independents, they are on our side. I think they were in 2020, and it's actually grown even larger because now they see the awful consequences in their daily lives and these these lawless this lawlessness these fake election results they have consequences in our daily lives when we go to the grocery store when we go to the gas pump and when we look at our families and all our great patriots that serve in the military i mean the stuff that's happening is absolutely out of control americans know it and they're standing up against it well, Liz, like we're, we're just about out of time. Uh, the MAGA movement is growing. You are part of that. I am thankful. One last thing. Can we expect to see President Trump on the ticket in 2024? That's his announcement to make, but like he says, I think he'll be very happy. Great. Looking forward to it. Thank you for your work, um, and thank you for being on the show. Now we will be right back for more Middays with me, Mandy Gunasekera, here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at People Lease are ready. Call People Lease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, peoplelease.com. Roger's Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Roger's Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or rogersdabs.com. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 46 to 114.62. May cotton was down 24 to 113.11. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans were down one and a quarter to 12.43 per bushel. March soybeans were down a penny to 12.55 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was down four and three quarters to 5.72 and a half per bushel. March corn was down four and a half to 580 and a half per bushel. The mercantile February live cattle was down 7 cents to 136.02. April live cattle was down 27 to 139.62. January feeders up 10 cents to 157.82. March feeders up a nickel to 159.22. And at the open, the Dow Jones was up 79 points, 36,178. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasegara filling in for Gerard here today on Super Talk Mississippi. In case you're just joining us, we had two really great interviews to get us started this this mid-morning. Um, Secretary Perry came on and gave us some insight into the energy situation. And Liz Harrington, the spokeswoman for President Donald Trump, came on to talk about some of the work that uh, the president is doing and that she is assisting him especially when it comes to election integrity, things that really go to the heart of uh, why this country is great and why people are so willing to to fight hard for it. Um, now, I want to talk about this chant that has grown in popularity. Um, this is the Let's Go Brandon chant. Now, when I was out in the Grove, uh, well, I saw, I saw a lot of this. Um, I saw it on Cups. I saw it um, banners. Um, it just just seemed to be something that is undergirding the the culture these days. Did you happen to see any of this as well? I saw a T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> some kid was wearing a "Let's Go Brandon" T-shirt. Uh, what's funny is we have a high school that's in the playoffs right now, Brandon High School. That's right. <laughs> and everybody's been chanting "Let's Go Brandon." Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's 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 one of those viral things that's just sprung up and you're seeing it everywhere on t-shirts and i saw a flag the other day i was uh, driving in rural mississippi i was uh headed to uh, loosedale mississippi to take a deer head to get stuffed and uh <laughs> i saw a, a, a flag right outside of loosedale that said let's go branded yeah didn't have anything else but you knew what it meant yeah well um look i, I think it's it's a way for uh people to to poke back at a seriously dire situation in, in a lot of instances. Um, now, for any folks who um, may not know exactly what I'm talking about, the phrase became a bit of an Internet sensation. It was October 2nd, so um, more than a month ago. Man, um, time really flies when you're having fun, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, after an NBC sports reporter at a NASCAR race um, erroneously stated fans in the stands were chanting Let's Go Brandon after a win by Brandon Brown when they were actually Actually, shouting um, a four-letter word of which I will not repeat, uh, but it, it rhymes with duck, um, Joe Biden. And the response, let's go, Brandon, has has really grown out of, uh, you know, uh, again, a dire situation where people are paying more for just about everything. Um, this administration's policies, they they hit you in the grocery stores. It hits you at the gas station. Um, and this is is more of a, a pithy and refined way uh, to, t- to say something that. We heard regularly in the last administration, um, pretty blatantly. Now there is a, there's a Washington Times op-ed today talking about the pearl clutching that has commenced in Washington, D.C., um, from folks who just find the Let's Go Brandon chant, um, very offensive. But, you know, this is something I'd like to, to put out there on the C Spire text line. Again, 601-879-4395. Let us know your thoughts. Do you think Let's Go Brandon is necessary or, uh, is it, is it a, a tacky representation of a culture who that's been going down in the drains. Well, it's funny because they celebrate the 
the left wing media really celebrated those those moments when people were saying bad words about Donald Trump and they were yeah. wearing it and they were putting it on posters and and everywhere and they would celebrate that. But then, you know, here comes the right wingers with "Let's Go Brandon," which is a lot cleaner. You know what it means, but yeah. it's a lot cleaner than what it actually means. And now they're degrading that, saying, oh, how could they? That's so terrible. Yeah, no, that that's right. There's there's definitely a, a double standard. Um, there are some pretty famous instances where uh, the, the four-letter and multiple-letter um, F-bombs, so to speak, were, were dropped um, in instances where kids were listening, mm-hmm. um, and, and they seemed not to care. Um, and look, for Mississippi, it's it's got a double meaning. That's just an added yeah. benefit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from in and around this area. But I, I think it's... Um, it's a necessary outlet. Is 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 uh, is is what I think. Um, let me look at the the ceasefire text line. Okay, so we've got Big John and Florence has weighed in. Um, he says, "Ma'am, I do believe in it and love it. Let's go, Brandon." All right. Well, seems seems like it's a popular phrase among the listeners today and and necessary going forward. Absolutely. Like I said, the hypocrisy of it, and not just that, but everything has been. It's, such a double standard. You know, last week, um, I think towards the end of the week, President Biden was making a speech and he, he brought up Satchel Paige, the great Negro League pitcher. And that's right. He, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said something to the effect of the great Negro is the words that President Biden used. Yeah. And the media immediately started defending him. Yeah. No, it's right. It's uh, I think it goes back to what Governor Perry said, the Keystone Cops situation where um, folks are bailing out Biden even when he is um, egregiously saying things that are, are offensive and out of date. And can you imagine if a Republican had actually said it? Well, look, we're going to take a short break here. We will be right back for more Middays with me, Mandy Gunasekera, here on Super Talk Mississippi. For Ole Miss Sports, WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. The judge dismisses a weapons charge against Kyle Rittenhouse ahead of closing arguments as he gave the jury instruction. Intent to kill means that the defendant had the mental purpose to take the life of another human being or was aware that his conduct was practically certain to cause the death of another human being. Defense claiming the teen acted in self-defense when he killed two people and wounded another during protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The national terror threat level in Britain is raised after a blast in a taxi. A bomb exploded outside a hospital in the city of Liverpool. The police have now confirmed that this is being treated as a terrorist attack. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the threat level is being upped to severe, meaning an attack is highly likely. Fox's Simon Owen, the suspected bomber, the passenger died, the driver was hurt. America's listening to Fox News. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A federal appeals court in New Orleans ordered the Biden administration to continue holding off on its COVID-19 vaccination mandate for businesses. Alexandria Hoff with Fox explains. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals called the president's mandate staggeringly overboard. Late Friday, the court upheld its prior decision to halt the administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate, again for companies that employ over 100 people. The sweeping mandates were announced in September and met with immediate pushback. More than half of U.S. states are now suing to block the requirement. The three-judge panel based in New Orleans sided with opponents on their requirement on the basis of upholding constitutional civil liberties. They also noted the economic impacts and the one-size-fits-all nature of the mandates. The Justice Department says they are willing to fight this case all the way to the Supreme Court. The mandate states businesses with at least 100 employees must ensure workers are fully vaccinated by January 4th or undergo weekly COVID testing. I'm Andy Davis. And action. Our favorite restaurant's opening again. I'm so pumped to be back on campus. So happy the kids will be back in school. (laughs) Stop. Wait, I can't do this. Life is not back to normal. COVID is not over. I got my shot. Are you guys even vaccinated? The only way to beat this thing is for us all to be vaccinated. I mean, the variants are deadly. So please, please, please. Do it today. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. My son is not some statistic. My daughter's not a headline. My girl, she's not someone's agenda. What he, what she is, is irreplaceable. COVID hospitalizations of young people have tripled since the start of summer. So I talked to my daughter's doctor about COVID vaccines. And she said they're highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths, even from the Delta variant. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. While money will start coming into Mississippi through the federal infrastructure package, sometimes the red tape can slow down the distribution of funding. Senator Nicole Atkins-Boyd, who represents Lafayette and Panola counties, knows about this all too well. We had projects we were very fortunate to get funded um, two years ago, and those agreements are kind of just getting done now and in that process. So the legislature is pushing to break up that bureaucracy, I can tell you. And Mississippians received 40 million robocalls in October, averaging 13.8 calls per person or 15 calls made per second. Central District Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey says you can fight back by registering on the no-call list. Residential customers can register a home or a wireless number, and business customers can register their business numbers. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. 
This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFDINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salad Lucas Jackson, thank you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. From Broad Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online, 3in1giftcard.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right. Good afternoon and welcome back to Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasekara filling in for Gerard today here on Super Talk Mississippi. So I want to go back to what I had started to talk about earlier, uh, just to give an update on the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Um, I'm looking at the TV right now. The judge uh, that case is ongoing is giving jury instructions. And so there are updates ongoing. But just just a real quick scene setter here. Um, this is the Kyle Rittenhouse is a teen who was charged with fatally shooting two people during the riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin, last summer. Now, the defense has been making a very, very strong case for self-defense. Um, Tucker Carlson actually covered this. I've got a clip. Will, you have it pulled up? All right, let's Move go ahead and play surprise that lawyers clip. everywhere. Rittenhouse took the stand in his own defense. That is unusual in criminal cases, and it's especially unusual in murder trials. And the reason is simple. The stakes are too high. One wrong answer in a cross-examination, and you could wind up spending life in prison. But this case was different. By the time he testified today, Kyle Rittenhouse had already won the case. At this point, there was no remaining doubt that Kyle Rittenhouse acted in self-defense during the riots last summer in Kenosha. Every shot Rittenhouse fired was captured on videotape and from multiple angles. Every single witness who testified this week at the trial confirmed exactly what happened. So, despite this clarity... Uh, the media wants Rittenhouse to be guilty. Um, you, you heard this narrative begin from the moment we first heard about this story. Um, they are so dug in on this. Um, not only are, are they talking about it, continuing to spread some of the misinformation, some of the facts that we now know have come out, clarifying the, the strong case for self-defense in that, in this, but they are now inviting um, one of the witnesses that became a key witness, he was there on behalf of the prosecution, ended up being uh, very important for the defense team. Um, the media has invited a gentleman named Gage Grosskreutz, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, onto their show to clarify his statements. Um, now, really quick, Gage Grosskreutz, he was one of the witnesses who was shot um, by Kyle in the arm. He survived um, and testified that 
Kyle only shot him after he had held his gun up at him in a position that would lead someone to think uh, that he was about to pull the trigger. So, you know, I, I think it's a pretty common understanding that if someone points a gun directly at you, especially in a tense situation, they wish to cause you severe bodily harm. Well, is that your understanding on something like that? That's my understanding. And I think every, as Carlson, you just heard from Tucker Carlson, I think every witness so far is kind of said the exact same thing. And what's interesting with this young man that you're talking about who was shot in the arm is that he's gone on national media, the Today Show, uh, several other shows, and said almost the exact opposite of what he said in... Right. In, uh, during the trial. Well, it shows you the importance of being under oath, um, you know, and, and I think it's indicative of uh, him telling the truth in one instance and then looking to just be a part of a very dangerous narrative that the media was uh, very invested in. Um, you know, they, they want to make this case that America is extremely racist and that the Kyle Rittenhouse incident is indicative indicative of that, despite the fact that facts after fact discredit um, not only their take on the Rittenhouse situation, um, but, but their positions of racism in America writ large. You know, the other problem I have with the media is talk about the hypocrisy and, and their unwillingness to admit when they actually get something wrong. Um, it's it's very arrogant position to be in. Um, it ruins people's lives. You, you've seen it in Kyle Rittenhouse. We'll see what happens ultimately when this plays out. Um, I, I do believe as was the case, recall the um, the Covington Catholic situation where another instance you had a, a young white boy who was visiting D.C. with a Make America Great Again hat on that the media just went after. They tried to ruin his life. Look, the, the good news is, um, and again, we'll see how this plays out in this situation, but if it plays out that this was a matter of self-defense, um, Rittenhouse is in a very good position to sue a lot of these media institutions for libel and and you know, get a lot of money. And so there is some degree of accountability, but the things you have to go through as a person and as a mother, um, it's, it's just heartbreaking to see, really. Um, now, ne- next steps in the case, closing arguments are beginning today. And the governor, Tony Evers, has authorized 500 Wisconsin Army National Guard troops to come to Kenosha to support local officials to try and maintain stability in that area. Now, other big news over the weekend, um, I just wanted to highlight the DOJ is going after Steve Bannon. Um, Steve Bannon was one of President Trump's closest advisors. He was one of many members of President Trump's inner circle um, that has been subpoenaed recently by Congress to testify before the January 6th commission. Um, now, Bannon was hit with charges for failing to appear for a deposition in front of the House Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack. He did not personally claim privilege, um, but he's claiming that he cannot uh, answer the questions in this context because President Trump has claimed executive privilege, and that applies in this situation, and it is not Steve Bannon's privilege to wage. And so if he goes in and talks to this committee, it could undercut the president's position um, in, in having executive privilege. Now, I know that's a bit of a of a, a nuanced issue, um, but I, I want to say that there's two schools of thought here. Um, one that I find the most compelling 
is that you've got to protect the ability of the president to have open, honest dialogue with his or her advisors in any situation. Um, and, and in this instance, the January 6th commission, it is a wholly partisan exercise. Yes, there are some Republicans that are a part of it, um, the, the likes of Lynn, Liz Cheney and others, but they seem more interested in going after their own party than actually upholding a process that, um, you know, that, that, that the American people can view from a lens of credibility. Um, but executive privilege, this is something um, that dates back to George Washington, actually. He famously um, refused to uh, disclose some of the back and forth with um, the the Congress back then in negotiations with Britain for purposes of not chilling the ability of the president to, again, engage with his advise, advisors in honest analysis. So essentially it's like going into the cone of silence so you can have a private conversation with somebody and That's get right. everything kind of put out there versus most of the communication that the president does is recorded right. or public in some way yeah. uh, for the besides top secret type stuff. Is, is that kind of... The way it goes. Yeah, that that's exactly right. And so what's what's going on here, you have this January 6th commission. They, they've not only asked for Steve Bannon to come before it, just about anyone who is in the president's inner circle. And they're trying to keep a narrative going of uh, the president's role in the January 6th events that occurred at the Capitol. And they're trying to focus America's attention on that because they want to shift the conversation from what's actually going on. What's actually going on in American people's lives is that uh, it's very hard to to live the to go through the day, whether it's gas prices or grocery prices or whatnot. Um, things are not great. And they're trying to shift the whole situation back to President Trump, to January 6th, to his inner circle, and they're trying to engage in a fishing expedition using the authorities of the U.S. Congress, and they don't really care that throughout this process they're potentially undercutting a very important precedent, which is the executive privilege. Now, this is all the subject of ongoing court cases, so we will see how that plays out as well, but Steve Bannon is on the receiving end. Uh, he should be showing up in court today. He said he was he was going to show up and, um, you know, admit to not appearing, but also make the case that he has a justifiable reason for not doing so. Um, one thing I want to get into really quick. We have our next guest uh, in the next segment is Clay Adcock, a farmer from Holly Bluff, Mississippi. He's going to talk about the pumps project. Now, I want to talk directly about hint to him about the impact not finishing this project has had on him in his family and his relative livelihood. But there's an important political situation uh, that is coming to light here. We have our state, uh, the, the federal representative, Benny Thompson, who this is in his district. Publicly, he has been talking about his support for this project, but um, behind the scenes, he has been taking some actions that make one question whether or not he's actually helping this project get done or if he is setting the table to get this administration to override it, which would be very devastating for 
the people of the South Delta, the farmer of which we are going to hear from here in a little bit, um, but but also this project and the health and well-being of this area of Mississippi. So there is a political situation. It's it's a little bit of talking um, one way publicly and another way privately, but I look forward to getting into that with Clay here in just a little bit. We'll be right back for more Middays with me, Mandy Gunasekera, here on Super Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny conditions, high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 53. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 76. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 78. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best to make in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L. Spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. 
Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's do One, one, two, three. afternoon and welcome back to Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasegara filling in for Gerard here today on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm delighted you are here with us and I also want to remind you to uh, be a part of the conversation. Uh, just send us a text on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. Remember, do not text and drive. And now I will get right to our next guest. I'm very excited. We have uh, Mr. Clay Ad- Adcock, who is uh, from the South Delta. He's a farmer out there who has been living the issue of the Yazoo backwater pumps. Now, uh, Clay, good to see you. Good morning, Mandy. Good morning. Now, I, you know, let me let me set this up just a little bit. Um, I like to say this issue is near and dear to my heart. I worked on it when I was at the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. And, you know, I, I learned about it because I'm from Mississippi. People talk about it. But when I was at EPA, it was a project that came across my desk. And it's something that, that I believe should be done, um, not just because I think so, but because the facts, the science, uh, the history, the data are all there to support this as a balanced, um, a, a balanced solution to a very serious issue. And a brief history here, this was back in the 1940s. The U.S. Army Corps uh, came up with a, a drainage project. And for the area here, there were three key features. Um, the entire project was essentially built except for three key features here in the South Delta. You have a levee, um, the steel bayou, and then the final unfinished feature is a set of pumps. To simplify it, a big bathtub was built, and they have not yet installed the drain. Now, decades of delay is primarily due to politics, what I would say are high-dollar campaigns, position entrenchments, and jurisdictional arguments. But, Clay, I don't really want to talk about that with you. What I want to talk about is what has this been like to live through um, you know, where you live, where your family, your neighbors are, and your livelihood. Tell us what it's been like um, over over the last few years. Well, thank you for allowing me to talk to you about the Yazoo Backwater Project and its importance to the citizens of the South Delta. Not only me, but there's there are a lot of citizens that are affected by this. Uh, my, my particular uh, farm consists of family members and uh, 4,000 of the acres that I farm are in the Yazoo and Sharkey County area that's 
within the Yazoo backwater area. And um, in 2019, which we flooded eight out of the last 10 years, but 2019 is the most remarkable and the one that most remembered because of the it was, it was the highest elevations of those. And in that, during that 2019 flood, um, my farm, uh, the 4,000 acres in the Holly Bluff area was entirely flooded. And so I had no crops and no source of income on that, uh, those acres, which was typical of most farmers within the Yazoo backwater area. Now, how do you get through something like that? I mean, that is absolutely devastating. What did you do? Well, my son and I built a levee around our house and our farm uh, shop area. Uh, we're fortunate we had the equipment and the resource to, resources to do that, where a lot of people do not. Uh I farm, so I had some of the equipment that allowed me to do it in a faster, cheaper fashion than than others could have. And when you have flooding of homes, six to seven hundred homes flooded, and hundreds of others affected, uh, there's not enough equipment, time, and resources to to adequately protect that. But we were fortunate; we we had got a levee around ours, and at the highest point was a few inches from overtopping which would have been devastating for my home and my uh, farm area Um, and my son who farms with me his home was in a location that we couldn't build a levee and so he lost his home during the seven month flood man i'm sorry to hear that and and i know that it, it doesn't make it better but you are certainly not alone in this endeavor it's as you said, impacted over 600 homes, lots of businesses, lots of very important institutions throughout the community. Now, I saw one of your fundraisers you've participated in. You've been very involved in the Pumps Project itself, but also helping your community get through this. One of them was called the Anderson Jones Senior Family Fundraiser to build a levy around a home. So without the Pumps Project being complete, Folks are starting to build their own levees. You mentioned that you were able to do this, but this comes with a cost. How much does something like that cost, and how common is it, especially in the Delta, for people to have that as an option? Well, um, the cost is relative to the to the levee you you put up, and the relative to the elevations and the things that that uh, that surround that, but. How common is it? It is not common. Uh, it's a very last minute temporary solution. Uh, a lot of people think you build a levee around your house where well, you continue to go on and live and you just got protection. Well, that's not true. First of all, you may have protected your home, but most septic systems, your water lines, your electrical lines, they all are, um, are well, the water lines under the water, the electrical lines above the water, and they can't uh, uh, continue to function with water all around it. Well, you have to get in and out of a levee system around your house. Uh, you have to pump the water out, the rainwater, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we're asking with the Yazoo backwater pumps. Is We've got a levee around homes, 
and uh, I had three pumps running around mine. I didn't expect to not have pumps in, in the interior of a levee and, and not be flooded. If, when you're flooded, it doesn't matter whether you're flooded by rainwater or backwater or, or, or wherever the water comes from, you're still flooded. So um, we um, have helped a lot of people, people helping other people build levees, but that is not a long-term solution. The only long-term solution is finishing the Yazoo backwater pumping plant, and uh, that's what we're about. Well, and the the perpetuation of this project not being finished, it's caused lots of harm to the people and the surrounding land, but you have you've talked about this in terms of it being an environmental injustice. I know that you've participated in the past uh, something called a federal advisory committee at the U.S. EPA, the National Environmental Justice Advisory Council. Can you talk a little bit about why not finishing the pumps is an environmental injustice, and as some of our state leaders have stated continues to perpetuate a cycle of poverty in the South Delta region. Yes. uh, The Mississippi South Delta is 71% minority, excuse me, and 30% of those live below the poverty line. Um, Arguably, the Mississippi Delta is ground zero for poverty in probably in the entire U.S. And the Biden administration has is putting up environmental uh, justice for the impoverished with, within the United States. And I think there's a uh, bill, uh, maybe even today, uh, that that addresses that. And if you in mind, if you look up the definition in Wikipedia of environmental justice, mm-hmm. the first sentence, I believe, would have to uh, describe protecting the impoverished people of the South Delta while installing the uh, Yazoo backwater pumping plant. That, in my mind, is the definition of environmental justice because we have, we in the South Delta have been served an injustice year after year after year uh, and only hurt the most vulnerable people probably in the United States. And um, so to continue to allow that to happen, whether it's an NGO that's against it or the EPA, a government organization, to continue to do that, knowing the effects that it has, if it's if it's not criminal, it should be. Well, look, Clay... Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your story, for the work that you have done, for your community and your representation on this issue. Uh, it's, it's very simple. The pumps need to get done for the well-being of that community. I wish you well. And again, thank you for your time. Uh, we will be right back for more Middays with me, Mandy Gunasekera, here on Super Talk Mississippi. i
that bumper through. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust care. Feel better faster. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A federal appeals court in New Orleans ordered the Biden administration to continue holding off on its COVID-19 vaccination mandate for businesses. Alexandria Hoff with Fox explains. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals called the president's mandate staggeringly overboard. Late Friday, the court upheld its prior decision to halt the administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate again for companies that employ over 100 people. The sweeping mandates were announced in September and met with immediate 
push back. More than half of U.S. states are now suing to block the requirement. The three-judge panel based in New Orleans sided with opponents on their requirement on the basis of upholding constitutional civil liberties. They also noted the economic impacts and the one-size-fits-all nature of the mandates. The Justice Department says they are willing to fight this case all the way to the Supreme Court. The mandate states businesses with at least 100 employees must ensure workers are fully vaccinated by January 4th or undergo weekly COVID testing. I'm Andy Davis. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature singer-songwriter Don Bryant for an evening of songs and behind-the-scenes stories as part of the Words and Music, a songwriter series moderated by Scott Bomar. This feature of Don Bryant will be held at Grammy Museum Mississippi on November 15th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets and or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Is with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. All right. Welcome back to Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasekera filling in for Gerard here today on Super Talk Mississippi. And I'm going to go ahead and jump on in to our next guest. We have Mr. Mike Hainsey, who I can see. see. Hello, sir. How are you this morning? Good, Mandy. How are you? Quite well, quite well. Now, uh, Mike Hainsey is currently the executive director at Golden Triangle Regional Airport. He is a retired Air Force pilot and a former assistant professor of aerospace science for Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. He has been at the GTR Airport since 2003. He's the past president of Mississippi Airports Association, as well as the Mississippi Intermodal Council. He's also the past recipient of FAA Southern Region Commercial Service Airport Manager of the Year Award, Mississippi Airports Association Outstanding Airport Professional of the year. Interestingly, he's also the former director of search and rescue for State of Mississippi Civil Air Patrol and the co-founder of Dreams on Wings, a charity that provides the thrill of flight for children battling serious illness. He was appointed to the board of directors for the Four State Aerospace Alliance to help promote the aerospace industry in member states, and he is the chairman of American Association of Airport Executives Air Service Committee which has the goal of improving air service to communities nationwide. 
Um, he is a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy and holds a master's degree in business from Webster University in St. Louis, Missouri. That is a very impressive bio. Mike, uh, thank you again for being here. Now, um, you have a very distinguished career. Happy Veterans Day. Did you do anything too special to celebrate it? Well, actually, uh, we were in the middle of the Mississippi Airports Association Conference, and they did a very good job of honoring our veterans, uh, bringing in the, the anywhere from uh, having the junior ROTC post the colors to at the end of the day, we had a cake and a celebration. Uh, as you might imagine, there are a lot of veterans involved in aviation in Mississippi. Yeah, certainly um, there, there is a good uh, segue for folks who learn to fly for military and then taking that expertise and applying it to civil aviation opportunities that we here in Mississippi get to reap the benefits of. Now, before getting into a little bit more of the Airports Association conference that you were a part of over the weekend, I was really interested in your Dreams on Wings charity. Could you tell us a little bit about what that was? Well, we've been doing that uh, except for last year uh, for 18 years now. Uh, it's basically make a wish for flying. Uh, we take uh, kids and their, their families that are facing serious illnesses. And uh, those of us that were privileged to enjoy flying, we decided it was a chance to share it with them. And it, it really morphed into a, uh, a huge day off for the families where we have I think his video froze. Oh, okay. We're having some technical difficulties here just for a second. See if we can get that. I'll see if I get him reconnected. Uh, I think his video froze, though, but... uh all right. All right. Well, uh, while while Will is working to to get Mike reconnected, um, you know he was he was talking about his Dream on Wings charity. I know that uh, again, it's something that he has created to help families and kids dealing with very serious illnesses just to have a day of flight. Um, it is a very noble cause and one that has continued to grow. It is a part of nonprofits here in Mississippi that are part of something called the Catch a Dream Foundation. Um, which expands various opportunities for families and kids dealing with just some terrible illnesses. Now, as we're trying to get him back on, I've got the thumbs up from Will. Um, we'll see if he comes back on in just a little bit. Oh, there he is. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I, uh, I dropped off. I got this huge message, error message in the middle. Well, that's okay. That's okay. That's uh, live radio for you. So let's let's go ahead and jump into the Mississippi Airports Association Conference. Can you give us just a quick recap of some of the high points and some of the folks who were a part of that this weekend? Well, actually, it was great. It was down at the uh, Golden, uh, Golden Nugget uh, on the coast. Uh, they've got some really nice uh, facilities there for, we had about 180 people. Um, a lot of folks, you know, when we focus on aviation, we think about the commercial aviation, and there are seven commercial service airports in the state, but there are actually over 70 additional general aviation airports, uh, anywhere from Olive Branch to Pascagoula, uh, Madison Airport in, in Jackson, and everything in between. So this is an opportunity for uh, everyone to get together and figure out um, and share ideas on uh, how to run our airports safely and run them better. 
Well, in the regional airport system, it truly is a lifeblood of the local economy. And there are certain areas in Mississippi that are experiencing growth down on the coast, for example, and up in the Golden Regional Triangle area. Could you talk a little bit about the, the things you're doing in particular in the Golden Region, the GRT area? I'll just stick with that, um, that, that are really helping boost the local economy. Well, here in the Golden Triangle, GR, uh, GTR, um, you know, over the last, well, so I, as you read, I, I started at GTR in uh, 2003. And since then, there's been almost $6 billion worth of new industry in our area. And uh, that doesn't happen unless you have connectivity to the uh, global transportation network. Uh, anywhere from, it started with what's now Airbus helicopters locating on the airport itself. Um, uh, we have uh, uh, Boeing now on the airport, uh, Stark Aerospace, which is a part of uh, Israel Aerospace. And around us, we have Steel Dynamics, which is a $2 billion, uh, very modern steel mill. Um, PACAR makes uh, uh, truck engines for Peterbilt and Kenworth trucks, Yokohama tires, and the list just keeps going on and on. And the neat thing about each one of these companies is once they started, uh, they expanded. Every one of them has expanded at least twice and most of them three or four times uh, because they they like doing business uh, in Mississippi. Yeah, they like doing business in Mississippi, and, and we have this reliable regional airport network. Now, COVID changed a lot of how the airports and planes, the experience for passengers, how all of that operates. Could you talk a little bit of how the, the regional airports in particular dealt with that and what folks who may be gearing up to travel for the holiday season, what they should be prepared for? Well, um, of course, the bad news was uh, March 15th, travel basically stopped. Uh, you know, from airports our size, we were talking uh, 15, 20 people a day traveling most at most uh, because air travel in general just stopped. Uh, for the entire year, it was down 40%, but in the March, April, May time frame, uh, you know, everyone, as we did in the entire economy, uh, really just stopped. Uh, but starting, uh, well, the holidays of, of last year, we, we start, saw it start to pick back up. But this year, especially starting in March, um, we are back to about 80, 85 percent of uh, the 2019 loads. Obviously, that's you know hundreds of percent greater than 2020. So we always we now are comparing to the 2019 era uh, to see how close we are to back to quote normal. Uh, and so it's it's looking good, and and actually uh, the capacity that the airlines have put on uh, for uh, Thanksgiving, both both nationwide and here in our state, uh, is pretty good. And uh, especially down in the Jackson area, where uh, the addition of Southwest Airlines has really added a lot of uh, travel opportunities uh, for people in that area. Well, now, do folks need to add in any additional time as they're going to the airport, um, getting ready to get on? And, and do they do they need to bring uh, proof of vaccination or anything along those lines? Well, the good news, uh, if you're traveling domestically, then uh, the, you do not need to have proof of vaccination at all. Um, of course, there is an executive order that in any of the airports, bus terminals, train terminals, or whatever, uh, you have to wear masks. And, of course, on the, all the airplanes, you have to wear masks. But um, uh, as far as getting there early, that is definitely something you need to do. 
one of the issues that's affecting, uh, well, air, airports and airlines, but also the entire economy, is a shortage of workers. Uh, so you will often see uh, longer lines than normal uh, just because it's been hard to get workers to come uh, and come back to work. Uh, especially for some of the airlines. Uh, but luckily at the smaller airports like ours, uh, we're running on time. Um, you know, the biggest thing people can do to make sure that they won't have any trouble starting the trip is getting there early or on time. Now, what that means in Mississippi is different from what that means in, say, Atlanta or New York or whatever. In Mississippi, it means if you're in Gulfport or, or Jackson, uh, two hours is is plenty of time, but uh, I wouldn't cut it much shorter. If you're in the other four uh, airports, including Golden Triangle, uh, an hour pr- uh, prior is plenty of time uh, if you're standing in line an hour prior. Um, and uh, so it'll be uh, it's easier sometimes to fly out of smaller airports like ours. Yeah, certainly. Well, well, Mike, thank you so much for your time, for coming on the show today, sharing the growth and role of regional airports throughout the state and helping folks prepare for upcoming travel. Well, thank you for having me. Certainly. All right. Stay tuned. We will be right back for more Middays with me, Mandy Gunasekara, here on Supertalk Mississippi. that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. At Elias Agrist Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agents and consultants were born and raised in the same communities you were, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Elias Agrist Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. 
to the Midday Agri-Market Report. Many corn growers experience increased levels of disease pressure in their fields this season. In some cases, such as with foliar diseases like gray leaf spot and northern corn life blight, management plans were in place to help mitigate potential yield losses. But in others, such as tar spot and relatively new foliar disease that infested large portions of the eastern corn belt, farmers were taken by surprise. To manage diseases that can overwinter in fields, growers should make management plans for next season now, starting with hybrid selections. According to Mary Gums, Pioneer Agronomy Manager, she says, we can do a number of things to manage these diseases in 2022. Number one, pick the right hybrid. The right hybrid will have tolerance to the disease as well as overall foliar disease health. Number two, start planning for fungicide use. Weather will favor these diseases, so have a plan in place before pressure gets too severe. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. In Sturgis, Michigan, it is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. Okay, and we are back for the last segment today here on Middays. I'm Mandy Gunasekara filling in for Gerard on Super Talk Mississippi. So, Will, you just played that clip of the current Secretary of Energy laughing at high gas prices and the question as to what their plan was to address it. Um, seems like she's a little out of touch with, with reality and what matters to us Americans out here in the real world. And it sounds like she doesn't have a plan. That's right. That's right. There is no plan. There is no plan. This is all expected. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, 
it's they are always looking for excuses, excuses in this administration. We've seen it time and time again, excuses for why outcomes to their policy decisions um, are somebody else's fault. Um, right there, uh, she's, you know, we, we've heard the excuse that, well, the American people just need to lower their expectations. Um, most recently on the gas prices, they're trying to say, well, there's those market manipulators and there's speculators out there. That's something we've heard before. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I think this is this isn't the only thing that the Biden administration um, and his representatives have been laughing about. Um, there's another instance where uh, you have General Jennifer Granholm laughing at high gas prices caused by the fact that they are shutting down pipelines started with Keystone XL. They're talking about it uh, doing that again in Michigan with the line five. Pipeline, another pipeline that runs from Canada down to Michigan. Secretary Perry, who we had on earlier, talked about the problem with this constraining supply. Look, the best thing to do isn't to further constrain supply. You need to open up the U.S. domestic market. The problem is we have an administration that not only laughs at the plight of the American people, but does not like the energy industry and the energy workers that are necessary to get us out of this situation. Now, another issue we've seen uh, this administration laugh at, Kamala Harris was recently caught laughing at parents um, whose children were barred from in-person schooling. Will you have that clip? More people are seeing that, yeah, affordable child care is a big deal. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and say, we're not paying them nearly enough. <laughs> it is no laughing matter. <laughs> that is creepy almost. I, yeah, I, it, it seems to be this weird nervous tick that she has. She does, Mandy. She has this nervous tick when she is asked a question that she is uncomfortable with or has to make a statement that she is uncomfortable with. She tends to laugh and it just comes off so weird. So weird and and um, at really inopportune moments. I mean, for anyone who is stuck at home trying to do their job, deal with the, the COVID crisis and teach their kids, um, that was no laughing matter. No laughing matter whatsoever. Well, look, I, I think that is why Biden's approval ratings continue to tank. Um, he, the American people were sold a different story as to what his administration would be like, um, how he would represent the interests of the American people. And um, I'll just read through this. Look, according to the latest USA Today Sulfic poll, just 38 percent of Americans approve of Joe Biden. Now, when it comes to his vice president and her unfortunate laughter, (laughs) even fewer people, just 28 percent approve of her and the job that she is doing. Um, I'm not surprised by that because the American people are paying attention. There's also such a difference between the likes of Secretary Perry and President Trump. We heard at the early part of the program, their approach to their roles of responsibility was to celebrate the energy industry and to support the expansion that led to unprecedented economic growth. Um, and as they say, a rising tide lifts all boats. Isn't that right, Will? That's exactly right. And. You're, you're seeing it at the gas pump. You're seeing it on – my wife is going uh, shopping today for our Thanksgiving dinner, and we're just expecting it to cost 
A gazillion dollars. Yeah, um, actually, folks should be prepared. Uh, the numbers have been run, and you should expect to have one of the most expensive Thanksgiving dinners in recent history, thanks to what people are now terming Bidenflation, appropriately, I think. Look, it's it's very serious problem out there, but I think the good news is, I want to end on a good note, there are people um, who are out there pushing back, trying to shine a light on what's going on, um, willing to engage in the process and continue to fight for this country. We know President Donald Trump and his team is doing it. Um, and uh, look, I'm just thankful to have had the opportunity to be a part of that conversation today here with you on Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. And with that, I'll leave you to carry on the rest of your day, and I hope it is a very fine one. Mississippi Media Production.